barbecue. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius along with Engineer Kyle. Say hi, Kyle. Hi there. Once again, he just never stops talking. We got producer T-Bone in the house. T-Bone, how's it going, my man? I'm here. Uh, What more do you want? (laughs) What do you want from me? He's paid by the minute. And our resident barbecue expert, winner of many barbecue competitions and all around nice guy, it's Dan Doc Hathaway. Dan, how you doing? What's shaking, baby? What's shaking, baby? <laughs> <laughs> so coming up this show, we've got a great guest that Dan has lined up for us. It's Roger Davidson from Horizon Barbecue Smokers. Now, most folks like myself, we're we're just your plain old simple grillers, but getting a smoker, it will elevate. Elevate your barbecue game, right, Dan? Absolutely. You got to get the right right tools for the right job. Yes, and and Roger's going to present that to us. I'm going to give out the website now. We'll give it out later because I want people, if they get a chance, to go look at this while we're talking about it. And it's HorizonBBQSmokers.com. That's HorizonBBQSmokers.com. Take a look at it. We'll be talking about it because he's got these big monster trailer ones and then, you know, the backyard stuff for the rest of us. Um, we're also going to be talking about what got you to first fall in love with barbecue. You know, heck, heck with your wife. What first made you fall in love with barbecue? We'll also be talking about grilling and smoking while being home a lot more than usual, which has been my case. I've been cooking at home seven days a week, which is weird as a bachelor. Uh, and if we get time, we're also hoping to talk about meat selection, fresh versus frozen. Dan's going to help us out with places to purchase uh, certain meats. And of course, we'll emphasize because there is time, Dan, to purchase Father's Day gifts. Yeah, yeah, there's, you still have plenty of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> plenty dude. of time. Plenty of time. So the thing of it is, uh, I, I just think getting barbecue items for a gift is so unique and different than just the plain old Father's Day stuff. It absolutely is, and there's so much to choose from nowadays that, that, that the possibilities are endless for for gifting barbecue yeah. items. And even if even if they cook indoors, you guys got stuff for cooking oh, yeah, indoors, absolutely. outdoors, doesn't make any difference. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just wanted, before we get started... I have been searching, trying to find a new used car. And it's not easy when you have a credit score of 415. So, okay, some of these are not jokes. So (laughs) I go to this one car dealership and I go in, I introduce myself and, and I go up to the finance guy and he takes my information and then the sales guy comes up. And so he takes me out to the parking lot and he goes, well, what's your budget? And I'm going, well, I think about this much. And he's showing me these cars. I'm going, oh, that's nice. And oh, that's kind of nice. And then the finance guy comes out and whispers into the sales guy's ear something. And the next thing I know is the, the sales guy takes me by around the shoulder, walks me over to a line of cars that have like three tires and no steering wheels. And he's like... <laughs> 
well, we can put you in one of these today. And I'm like, yeah, I bet you could. Uh, but I have to tell you, I think I'm, I've almost got the deal done. I've done some creative financing. Um, Dan, by the way, thank you for being my co-signer. Right, no problem. Yeah, he, he doesn't know it yet, but you can do anything electronically now. It's amazing. <laughs> so Dan will be a half owner of my car. Um, and speaking of vehicles... Um, when I first met you, you pulled up in what has to be the largest pickup truck I've ever seen. Oh, come on. It's not that big. Dude, it's big. It's a, it's for work. Oh, is that what you're going to claim? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, when I first saw it, I thought, okay, you've got to have four doors because you've got a family. Right. So you got the got a whole mess of kids. Your wife, three kids. <laughs> you got to have the four door. But the whole bed and everything, like when you first drove by me, it was like pickup truck, pickup truck, pickup. Is this thing going to end? I mean, you know how big that truck is? <laughs> T-Bone, you know how big that truck is? Yes, uh, it's about as big as a small cruise liner. Actually, he's supposed to go, how big is it? He's got one job I give him. (laughs) I'm wondering how big it is. Actually, I like the cruise liner joke better than mine. (laughs) I was going to say you couldn't fit it on a football field, but that was a funnier line. Okay, well, T-Bone's going to be not in the show next week. Uh, But but that that thing is handy. Now, let me ask you this, okay, because when I first got out of college, um, I already I had a pickup truck and... When you first get out of college, if, if you're listening to me right now and you're just getting out of college and you have a pickup truck, sell it because everybody right then and for the next 10 years will be moving. And I can't tell you how many pizzas and beers I had to help move people. Well, sure. Yeah. Now, yeah. You, you've probably already had a pick. Always had a pickup. I've truck. always had a pickup. Yeah. As, as well, I, my entire adult life. Yeah. <laughs> entire. I've, I've always needed one because I've been doing barbecue for so long. And uh, and that's how I pull my trailers around and everything else. So it's it's a necessity. The necessity for me. Now, let me ask you this. When you get invited to a party, do they like go, hey, Dan, since you're coming over, um, can you maybe throw the smoker or grill in the back of your truck or something? No, most of my friends have pickup trucks, too. <laughs> <laughs> I used to DJ before I got on the radio. I used to DJ parties and, and clubs and stuff. And I remember one time I got a call and this woman said, hey, we're having a party Saturday. And I went, oh, great. And she said, uh could you bring your DJ equipment with you? And I'm like, sure, for $600. Anyway, so let's get to our Ask Dan, our barbecue fix-it man. And what we're going to do is give out the sauce of the month, which, by the way, we talked about last week. This sounds so good. It's Blue's Hog Raspberry Chipotle Barbecue Sauce made with all natural ingredients. And we've got T-Bone to ask Dan the question of the week. Okay, this week's question comes to us from Olivia, who is in Arizona, and she wants to know, is it okay to put steaks on the grill if they are not yet thawed out all the way? Ooh, good question. So, yeah, I, I think it's okay, uh, just because you, you give yourself a little bit of buffer room when you're cooking a steak that's a little bit chilly on the inside, and you can still get it to that desired temperature on the internal temp, but you can still get that nice crust on the outside of it. So yeah, I think, I think it's absolutely fine. Now, if you talk to, you know, Johnny Purist, he's going to tell you, make sure you let it sit out at room temperature, but we all get in a hurry and by all means you want to eat, you don't want to be looking at it in the fridge. So yeah, go ahead and throw that thing on and uh, get her cooked. Well, what I do is when I take a one out of the freezer, I put it in my refrigerator for 24 hours. Yeah. And that's perfect. But and th- it's still going to be a little bit cold. I was going to say, inside. sometimes yeah. it's a little extra cold and and then I'm in a hurry and I've got everything going. I go, oh, man, I forgot to let it yeah, sit out for a little while. Especially if it's a good thick steak. Right. You know, a, a good ribeye is going to be pretty cold in the middle. A strip steak or, or a skirt steak is going to be, you know, it's obviously going to thaw it a lot quicker since it's a thinner cut. But I actually like to throw the thinner steaks back in the fridge for a little bit just to just to get a little bit of that chilliness. And uh, so it doesn't 
cook all the way through too fast. I like it. I like it. Is chilliness a word? Chilliness? I just pulled that right out. It is if you live up north. Okay, perfect. Olivia, thank you so much for your question. You are going to be receiving our June sauce of the month, which is blue hog raspberry chipotle barbecue sauce made with all natural ingredients. And you can get it on our Facebook page, which is BBQ Radio Nation. Our Facebook page. Please like us. And if you've got a question for Dan, just write us at Dr. Dan. That's D-R-Dan at BBQRadioNation.com. And he will answer your question and if we answer I'm sorry if Dan answers your question because I have no idea we will send you our sauce of the month thanks again Olivia also want to do a quick shout out for our this week's affiliate goes to KGOZ FM Z 101.7 serving North Missouri thank you KGOZ and thank you for carrying barbecue radio nation so Dan I know we're going to cover this at great links and other other shows and so forth but your first love of barbecue. Do you remember like as a kid, like for me, my dad was grilling steaks was one of the first memories I have. What was it for you? So I can still smell it. It's, it's, it's kind of funny. It, it's uh, my, remember my dad bringing home Hayward's barbecue and, and you get, he would get home and, and plop this greasy sack down on the, <laughs> on the kitchen table. And it was just a free for all of soggy French fries and, and the best sausage I've ever had in my life. And, and I can still remember that the the flavor in the in the hickory coming off that barbecue like like it was yesterday. And I and I, I actually strive for that now when I cook at my house. I, I want that flavor in it. I when we talk about it next time, unfortunately or no, not unfortunately, fortunately, one of my memories is Hayward's too. Oh, so love it. Oh. any anybody in KC will know what we're talking about. But uh good barbecue is good barbecue. I don't care where in the country you are. Now coming up next segment, we've got Roger Davison from Horizon Barbecue Smokers. He's gonna be talking about those big monster ones that he has. Those those are so cool, and the ones you have in your backyard. So stick around for that. Uh, it's gonna be a great guest. He's calling us from Oklahoma. And be sure to like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio nation we will be right back it's dark and cloudy i believe it's gonna rain makes me want to hear my baby call my name the blues overtook me when i was a little child you know fast women and whiskey made this poor when you get in trouble everybody's down on you Overtake you and pull you on through well, the blues overtook me when I was a little child. You know, fast women and whiskey made this lonesome boy wild. Be sure to check out the fantastic selection of barbecue grills, smokers, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Me 
know you shook me, baby You shook me all night long Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with barbecue expert Dan Hathaway and a cast of thousands that puts on this show every week. Now, our guest this segment is the owner of Horizon Barbecue Smokers out of Perry, Oklahoma. He builds the smokers right here in the good old USA. He's got both the backyard smokers that, well, most of us would use, and then the huge competition ones that are on trailers that we got to talk about those. And uh, and I mentioned this earlier, but I'm going to mention it again right now. His website is Horizon bbqsmokers.com. It's Roger Davison. Roger, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. Thanks for joining us. Um, and we'll get to it a little bit later. I know you've been on TV and your smokers have been on TV a lot. They have made made the circuit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, is, is it like watching your child on TV going, that's my baby right there? <laughs> I've got some some of them out there now that are 30 years old. So yeah, I've been watching them for a long time. Well, before I turn it over to Dan, I've got one question from you because you're from Perry, Oklahoma. Have you met Garth Brooks? <laughs> Not in person. Oh. Never have. I, I never caught him at Willie's when he was playing back in his early days back in Stillwater. I never did happen to catch him. Down. I just figured you might have the smoker fired up and Garth would come by and would want to tra- try some of your food, but that's okay. We'll let you be on the show anyway. <laughs> so let's turn it over to Dan, our resident expert, and you guys can talk barbecue. Roger, how's it going, man? It's good to hear from you. Doing good, Dan. Good. Doing so, good. So I wanted to bring you on today just to uh, really talk about uh, your start in barbecue and, and really how long you've been, how long you've actually been making cookers and uh, just kind of your reach of barbecue throughout the entire country and, and the world for that matter, because I know that I, I know for a fact that you have cookers that are being shipped to Australia in about two weeks, I believe, because I did, yes. I did get an email from those guys. So, I mean, that's just, that's super exciting. And, and it's fun to see, you know, people in a whole different part of the world cooking on your cookers. I just, uh, how do you, how did you manage to do that? It goes all the way back to the to the very beginning of when we started manufacturing smokers, which is back in 1989. And and knowing that I wanted to make some smokers that would last longer than the average barbecue grill. When somebody gets a gets one of our smokers and they put it in their backyard, a lot of times other grills kind of come and go <laughs> through phases. But a Horizon smoker just it just keeps on going because of the materials it's made out of and the craftsmanship, its durability, it's easy to use, and everybody just you know it's it's the unit that they can always go back to. It's it's an heirloom. Yeah, you know, absolutely it's, right. It, yeah, it, it's going to outlast me and you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you buy one and you've got to put it in your wheel because it's going <laughs> to outlast us. He's absolutely right. I, I get a lot of people that have have handed down their cookers to their their you know. Could you Your see sons the, and daughters? But can't you picture the kids right now arguing over the the smoker? Why not? <laughs> when you get a piece of equipment like that, I mean, Roger. So, for example, my cooker, my personal, my competition cooker, that thirty inch double, that thing yeah. is. I think that thing was built when I was in junior high, and it's been through three or four different barbecue teams, and it's it. I still pull it around the country everywhere I go. It's it's a it's an amazing cooker. And it still looks fantastic. Well, too. yeah, I, I keep her clean, man. I keep her clean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what what's going on uh, new with Horizon right now? I know you got some new models, the Icons, which we've sold a couple of them at the store, and and you've redesigned some things. And and 
How, how are those working out for you? Well, ever since the introduction of the icon, it has rapidly taken over our number one position as far as sales go. Uh, out of, you know, we sell the 20 inch cooker, whether it's a classic or an icon or a Marshall, the 20 inch diameter smoker has taken over. The 16 inch units are beginning to fall off in sales because they really, you know, it's our entry level cooker, that little 16 used to be number one, but now it's no longer number one. It lost, it lost its spot about five years ago and 20 inches the size. And then when we introduced the icon, which was kind of designed by our customers, you know, cause we, we, you know, our website is set up so that somebody can kind of build their own smoker. And people were buying a 20-inch classic, and then they'd go into the accessories, and they start adding these things to their smoker to kind of custom build and make their own smoker. And we saw the same accessories being added time after time after time. So we decided it's it's time to create a new package and save save the customers some money, and we'll add these, these most desirable accessories to the smoker. We're going to call it the icon because it is a very iconic shape and style and you know just the design of the smoker and i mean it has really taken off yeah i I can imagine because it it is it is the perfect package of size and uh accessories that come with it and if you're wanting a backyard cooker and you want to have that style it's absolutely the number one cooker to get yeah the 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 extra thermometers and the and the uh, the convection plate comes with it. Everybody wants a convection plate. You got to have you know, that. Was a, yeah. That was a game changer when we when we invented it and introduced it. You know, because I never had that back at Oklahoma Joe's. I didn't have it at Brinkman. But when when I opened Horizon and I came out with the convection plate, you know, all my old customers, which there's hundreds of thousands of Oklahoma Joe's and Brinkmans, and and we sell them to those guys too because it will improve the way that their smoker cooks because it evenly delivers the heat into the cooking chamber. Instead of being really hot at the firebox side and almost cold at the smokestack end, now they can have even temperatures all the way across. I mean, it really is a game changer. Roger, let me ask you a question because I'm just an amateur griller and I buy one of your smokers, which are gorgeous, by the way. How how long does it take for me to kind of get up to speed and, and I'm doing pretty good with them? You know, it, it's all about fire management and learning not to build too small of a fire or too big. You know, too, a lot of people think, well, I'll just load the firebox full of wood and I'll damper it way down. And that wood will last, you know, for a day. And it really doesn't work that way because you have to feed these units some air so that they burn efficiently and properly and get a good airflow going through the cooking chamber. So learning the the proper amount of fuel to put in that firebox makes all the difference in the world. And once you learn to be a fire manager, that is the curve will flatten out for you. The learning curve will get so much better. And, you know, and, and, burn some charcoal put a little bed of, of charcoal in there whether it's briquette or lump charcoal start with a little bit of charcoal and then put about three sticks of wood on top of it and let that be your initial fuel bed and you'll be able to maintain good even temperatures which is the name of the game you know we all want to cook you know somewhere between you know 240 and 280 somewhere in that zone 250 is my magic temperature that i want to cook at but once you learn to manage your fire you've got it whooped, you know, because all the spices and rubs and everything that you can get at Dan's store, 
everything else, you know, comes in after the fact to make wonderful tasting barbecue, but cooking it and cooking with hot air, you know, these, these smokers, they rely on airflow. They need air to flow through there. We're, it's almost like a wood-fired convection oven because we're, we're cooking with hot air. That air is kind of swirling around inside that cooking chamber, and it's all being delivered by that fire. Flows through, goes out the smokestack, creates that draw that we need. Everybody talks about the draw, but you know the right amount of fuel in the firebox is the key to success. You're absolutely right. And you're, there's nothing better than a good, clean, burning fire in those cookers, and you, you can turn out amazing food. That's our new word for the day, manage fire. I like fire that. Fire management. Or fire management, however. <laughs> no, the best, thing, the best thing about one of these cookers is that you actually learn how to cook food. You, you don't learn how to put out huge fires. And that's the big thing about right. when you get into right. cooking, you really need to learn how food wants to cook. You don't need to learn how to battle a fire the whole time. And then it just, you'll just ruin your food with a big smoky mess. Well, I want, to, I want to again thank Roger Davidson. He's the owner of Horizon Barbecue Smokers. And again, that website is HorizonBBQSmokers.com. They've got the backyard smokers for guys like me. And then they've got the big monster ones. And you really, even if you don't want to get one of those, you got to check those out. Those things are huge and gorgeous and like uh, what all the competition people do. But anyway, Roger, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. And stick thank around. You. Thank you, Roger. And stick around because next segment we're going to be talking about well talking a little about dan about going from loving barbecue to competition right here on barbecue radio nation when it rains it pours and the blues is raining now when it rains it pours and the blues is raining now well i just found Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. And Dan, first of all, you've kind of made a career on helping people how to barbecue better. People like me. Uh, you, you know, you've got your store, the Kansas City Barbecue, or well, uh, let me say it right, the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Um, but through all your things, how is it that you help people like myself and, and the amateur grillers to, and smokers to be better at it? So the big thing is just to, to, Keep them from getting too intimidated from it. I mean, when you're just getting into it, you see these big cuts of meat, you know, all the different seasonings and, right. and spices and, and all the cookers for that matter. I mean, if you walked into the store and you didn't know anything about barbecue and you see one of the Horizon barbecue smokers <laughs> sitting on the floor, you're like, good God, what am I going to do with that right. thing? They're so heavy and everything else. But, you know, really just taking the intimidation factor out of it, that's 90% of it. Because without that, you're just freewheeling and doing what you got to do. So, okay, amateur guy like me, and yeah. I've, I've never done, like, when I go into your store, I see these big things of meat, you know, the brisket mm -hmm. and all that. And so, obviously, I'm not going to take that and put it on my little Weber grill. You can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And four days later, it's ready. <laughs> 
But, you know, I look at something like that and admittedly I get intimidated. Now, I love eating it. You know, I yeah. love going to barbecue joints or when my buddies have a smoker going, I'm in heaven. But so somebody who's starting out, especially on the smoking side, grilling's kind of we all kind of know how to grill. Right. But how, how do you help a person in the beginning so they're not intimidated? And what are some techniques that you can do in the beginning? So really, the biggest thing is just find out what they're wanting to cook on, like what okay. kind of device they're wanting to cook on. And if they don't have that particular device, try to get a feel of of how passionate they are about it and how much, how much they're willing to, to how much time they're willing to put into it. And if they enjoy the process, uh, if you really enjoy the process, you know, and you want to go out there and build the fire, stoke the fire, throw the logs on it, you know, an offset cooker is perfect for you because that's going to turn out the absolute best food you can get. Now, if you're somebody that wants to have something that's like an easy bake oven or, or <laughs> that's a bad example, but <laughs> if you want something that you can go on, hit the button, it smokes your food and walk away, then man, a pellet cooker is perfect for you because you can do everything you want to do with very little of the fire maintenance right. that we talked about. Now, that being said, the other thing that you want to do is, is, is simplify it for people because there's so many products out there. Everything gets so, it just gets so mixed up mm -hmm. and, and people try to do too much. Now, uh, if you go to Texas, they do salt, pepper, and garlic on their briskets. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if you've ever been to Texas and had brisket, it's, it's a treat. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and that's what we try to do. We try to break it down for people, make it as simple as possible. Because once you do it one, one time and you, you nail it, you'll never forget how to do it again. And that's the big thing is just keep them excited about it. Give, give them new stuff. Give them new things to try. But keep it simple. Because if you try to overcomplicate it, you just... It, it just isn't right. Right. Well, last week we were talking about thermometers. And of course, I was talking about thermometers for grilling. Mm -hmm. But all these smokers have thermometers on the outside. Oh, of it. absolutely. Yeah. Time, time and temperature are key when it comes to cooking. And if you can if you can give people a, a chart or, or or just give them the confidence that, you know, if they cook at 250 degrees and they can take a brisket to 205, it's it's going to be done perfectly. So that's where your digital thermometers come into play. Your thermometers on your outside of your cooker where you're monitoring temperatures and, and really paying attention to how things are cooking. And, that, and that's that's where you really get the, the really good finished product. OK, so you got the thermometer on the outside of the smoker, which right. you which you wanted. Let's say we're doing a brisket. What do you normally want at that temperature to be around? You know, on my on my horizon that I cook on, I actually run mine about 225 degrees. Okay. It's, it's old school. It takes a long time. But man, it, it's worth it in the end. Okay, so what is a normal size brisket you cook for you and your family? Uh, about I, how many pounds? I like to do about a sixteen pound whole brisket with the point on it. Oh man! It, I mean, it's it's the it's the way to do a brisket. It's the it's the right way to do a brisket, and and that's what we do. You know, <laughs> just whole briskets. I'm sorry. This is the part of the show where I started to get really hungry and I got got to get mad because uh, I, I had some McNuggets on the way here. And so but when you're doing so, how many hours does that take? It, it's usually between 14 and 16 to do it right. OK, so do you. OK, this is a dumb question, but I'm, I'm the I'm the guy that asks the questions. Do you start one day and and complete the other or do you get up really early and well, do it, that it all depends on if you want to eat it for lunch or dinner. Okay. I mean, if you're eating it for lunch, yeah, I'll put it on at midnight and let it roll and, uh, you know, pull it off and it's going to rest. It's going to rest out for about an hour or two hours in a cooler. And, and by the time that's done, everything's kind of sucked back into the brisket, all the juice and everything else. And you go to slice it and that thing's just money. Okay. But if it's sitting that long... I like it warm. Do you, do you put it back on the grill for a little while or what no, do you do? No, actually, uh, I wrap it up and I'll put it in my Yeti cooler. 
Okay. And just keep it nice and covered, and 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 that'll just keep it warm. It's it's like a it's like a warming oven almost, or 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 a hot box you'd okay. see at a restaurant. Yeah. Does it's it just, once you wrap it up and you put it in there like that? Does it still cook a little bit it more? Will, yeah, you'll have some carryover. So once it comes off the cooker, it reaches that desired temp. You want to open up the. I use foil, the Texas crutch. Everybody calls it. <laughs> you open up the foil and let it tent. And I'll let it, uh, I'll let it come down, you know, 10 degrees or so. And so it's starting to cool off a little bit. Some of that steam, wrap it back up, put a towel over it, throw it in your cooler and it's good to go. Nice. And that's where you get your tenderness from. That's when, that's when the collagen breaks down and, and it, it turns into gelatin and you get that nice mouth feel from the brisket. So did you start like doing it like, you know, smoking like that? And then you went from that to going, well, I need to compete in this. It, no, actually I kind of got thrown off the cliff with the whole thing. So, uh, you know, I started, I started barbecuing because I'd, I'd been around barbecue for a while. I I'd been working for, for Joe's Kansas city mm. barbecue for a while. And I bought a cooker. I just went out and bought a cooker and started doing it. And, uh, that ever since then, then very next year I started competing and, and I've been doing it for the last 13 years now. Is that all? That's it. I mean, it's not that. Just my entire adult life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, stick around because coming up next segment, we're going to talk about, well, a lot of us like myself have been home a lot during everything that's going on. And I've been cooking at home seven days a week. And I know a lot of people have. And so we're going to kind of talk about barbecuing and grilling at home way more than normal and what cooking habits have changed. And um, I also want to talk to Dan about what's it like to spend all that time with his family. And, uh, (laughs) but we'll cover all that. Don't forget if you're not a part of the barbecue radio nation, you can do it real easily. Just go to our Facebook page and like us at BBQ radio nation. That's BBQ radio nation. We will be right back with barbecue radio nation. But a blind can't go my trail Well, I ain't superstitious But a blind can't go my trail And don't you hit me with a broom Mr. Sign, you may get in jail Gate, I you to know how you're a solid bringer down. Listen here, Jack. Take it slow, and you can learn just what I mean. Are you hep to the jive? Are you hep to the jive? Are you hep? Are you hep? Are you keeping in step? Are you hep to the jive? Do you lace your boots high? Are you fly or you fly? Do you dig, do you dig, do you swing on a gig? Are you hep to the jive? Do you get in the groove? Does the beat make you move? Do you send yourself jack and then trip the yarn back again? Know that it's smooth. Oh, are you hep to the jive? Are you hep to the jive? Are you hep, are you hep, are you keeping it step, are you hep to the jive? And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation along with engineer Kyle, producer T-Bone, who's been extraordinarily quiet. Hello, T-Bone. Hi, I'm trying to ask my questions and you're not looking at me, so... (laughs) 
Those naps can be refreshing. <laughs> and of course, barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. I'm Dave Caius. And, you know, a lot of people like myself, um, because of my work situation, I have been home at times. I haven't left the house for four or five days at a time. Uh, I've been cooking pretty much seven days a week and I'm a bachelor. So normally I'm doing fast food, not staying at home. And I know a lot of other families have been staying home, barbecuing and grilling, whatever kinds of cooking at home. Have you seen any kind of cooking habits that have changed during this particular period of time where everybody's home a lot? So during this time, man, I've seen so many new customers in the store. It's so much fun to get to help all these new people. They're not necessarily new to barbecue. They're just new to like committing to doing it all the time. Okay. And it, it's been a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of new people. Got, I mean, everybody's buying charcoal and wood and pal- I mean, I can't sell enough charcoal right now. No kidding. And the charcoal companies are, are, they're slow to get their product out because they're, they're selling so much of it right now. It's not just me. It's, everybody in the industry so there's a shortage of charcoal there's and no, toilet there's no <laughs> shortage of charcoal charcoal and toilet paper and so if you need you know that's what you could do if you could get toilet paper tele- that's how i stayed open through this whole thing <laughs> we put toilet paper bleach cleaner everything in the store and we stayed open the whole time and it has been awesome do you still have it absolutely yeah i didn't remember seeing it last time i was at your store that's one thing that you never stop doing what Using toilet paper. Well, (laughs) it is kind of the end result of barbecue. Oh, geez. (laughs) Sorry. We'll take that out and edit. Um, So with with the influx of people coming to your store because of what's going on and everybody cooking at home, what are some of the items that you found to be like most popular right now, other than obviously the charcoal? Right. And the the necessity of charcoal and, and pellets obviously is huge, but... You know, we we put some meat in the store, and so we're selling some frozen briskets and uh, ground beef and chicken and uh, pork butts and ribs. I mean, everybody's looking for that because, you know, we did go through a period of time where it was kind of hard to find at the local grocery stores or, or the, the the membership clubs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but, you know, the big thing is just people trying new sauces, new rubs, just trying stuff from all over you know, different regions. You know, I, we had some people in the store the other day that were, were buying vinegar sauces from Carolina okay. because they're like, I keep seeing all this stuff online about Carolina pork and we want to make it at the house. And so we sold them a pork butt, a bottle of Scott's barbecue sauce, <laughs> and they were on their way to, to Carolina style barbecue. So you think that people have tried a lot more rubs and barbecue sauces that they've never tried before just to try because they're cooking at home well, seven yeah, days you, a week. You can only, I mean, you get burnt out on one thing. You might as well come and try another. We've got a couple hundred different sauces in the store, so we've got plenty to choose from. So what's your feedback when people try new sauces? Do they come back and say, man, I'd like this? Or, eh, that was well, I do such a good, I do such a good job of stocking the store that uh, <laughs> everything that we have is pretty good because I at least try it before I put it in the store. So. No, it, it's been, like I said, it's been a lot of fun and people are really enjoying, I think this has been a real eye-opening experience for a lot of people when it comes to cook, you know, grilling and, and cooking in their backyard that they, people are starting to have fun with it again. You know, it, it, it's opened up a whole nother door for people cooking. Well, that's a great point. And you're a family man. You've got your wife and you've yep. got three kids. Yep. So I assume you guys have spent more time. Now I know you're working at the store, but yeah. there's probably more time you guys are spending together than normal, right? Uh, yeah. And you know, uh, Yes. Yes, we, we are. We spend a lot of time together, even without the COVID thing. We spend a lot of time at home. We're kind of homebodies. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, you know, we don't have softball this year. We don't have, oh, all yeah. the, you know, I don't have barbecue contests. So I'm not traveling every weekend. And, and, uh, 
it's been a lot of fun and we've had, we've, we've cooked so much at home. It, it it's, it's awesome. I, I, I just assume keep doing it that way. But, uh, you know, my wife and I's work schedule is pretty hectic. And so we pick and choose the times that, that we're going to cook at home. And, and a lot of times we're, we do more cooking during the week than we do on the weekend anymore. Okay. So you were talking about how your competition experience helps you cooking at home. Mm-hmm. Do you use the opportunity of cooking at home more to experiment for competition? What he's asking is, is your poor family having no. to suffer through meats that, <laughs> that so they here, normally wouldn't do? Here's the deal. The, the difference between competition barbecue and backyard barbecue is so different because they're, they're, you're, with, with competition barbecue, there's so much going on with it. There's, you know, there's, it's big flavors, one bites, you know, that sort of thing. And sometimes it can be too much. You know, like You wouldn't want to eat a whole plate of competition pork because it's going to be so sweet going to be very, very savory because when you cook competition barbecue, you're looking for that one bite and that's all the judge gets. So when I, when I cook at home, I simplify it. I take my recipe for competition. Let's say cut out a couple of different steps. We're layering different rubs and I do one rub, one sauce and just simplify it. And that, it turns out just fine. It's good. What I, I, I refer to as good eating barbecue. In other words, he cheapens it for the family. Right. <laughs> Man, they yelled at me all week long. They don't deserve the good stuff. <laughs> now, having your three, how, how old are your daughters? 12, 10, and 7. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So do, do they all just love barbecue? I mean, they've grown up with it. They love barbecue. And, you know, I, they've all, they do competition barbecue with me. They, they compete in the kids' Oh, queue. no kidding. Um, my oldest daughter, her very, you know, I bought her a cooker for her for her kindergarten graduation, she got herself her own oh little trigger God. grill and she cooked on it. She still has it. She cooks lunch for her sisters. You bypass the easy bake oven. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have no easy bake ovens here. I just buy them a, a, tra- a Traeger and, and, and give her a pack of hot dogs and tell her to go to town. Can you, see the, can you see the kids at school? You know, what's your daddy doing? Oh, he's a doctor. What does he do? He's a policeman. What's your dad do? He just, he just cooks up meat. Uh. My, my, my middle daughter, Annabelle says she has friends because they like to come over to my house. Cause I cook ribs for them whenever they come to the house. So they're like, they always ask to come over and have a sleepover. Cause they know Dan's going to cook ribs. Well, when I was in college, I was the Miller brain company campus representative oh, nice so i was the most popular guy <laughs> on campus because i always got either cheap or free beer and i had one of those little mini fridges in my room mm-hmm. and everybody knew if they came in they go caius can i have a beer I'm like sure so <laughs> it's kind of like you and the barbecue yeah. come on over there same thing for me you know uh, and a lot of these gift items we talk about like the rubs and the sauces and, and thermometers and everything you got at the store want to remind everybody you can find that on our facebook page at bbq radio Nation, and we want you to like us. We want you to become part of the Barbecue Radio Nation. Again, on Facebook, that's BBQ Radio Nation. And here's the thing. Dan has promised us if you get if you get it in there real quick, you can get the orders out and have it by Saturday, right before Father's Day. Correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but, no problem. We ship, we, you know, if you place your order before 430, it goes out same day. Okay. Now, if you don't have service in your area on Saturdays, it might not get to you Saturday, but it's going to get to you in a couple days. But don't wait until, like... Saturday. (laughs) Bad idea. So do it early in the week. We'll be right back here with Barbecue Radio Nation. And again, find us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. And we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Uh, we, great show. We want to appreciate, first of all, the guest we had on earlier, Roger Davidson, Horizon Barbecue Smokers. Check out the website, horizonbbqsmokers.com. They've got the smokers for your backyard, but just for fun, you got to check out the big trailers and all that. That thing's uh, incredible. And he's got over 100 dealers worldwide that you can purchase it from. Uh, we also uh, talked about a little bit about passion for barbecue, barbecue during being home all the time we talked about father's day gifts which by the way you can still buy them at dan's store just go to our website bbq radio nation you'll see the link there and dan promise you if you early order early in the week to get them there by father's day right dan yep you're right <laughs> we'll do our best <laughs> no pressure there so don't wait till the end of the week but uh you know just something different get some barbecue for dad instead of the tie or oh, whatever yeah. you know so what do we got coming up in future shows dan so next week uh we've our guest is going to be mo Kason. he's a huge if you don't know mo mo's a huge barbecue guy he's been around for a while uh he's right now he's a worldwide traveler ambassador of barbecue everything from competition to backyard and uh Super great guy and really looking forward to having him on. Well, if he's named Mo, he has to be on the show. Um, <laughs> and then in, in future weeks, what, what kind of topics are we going to be talking about? I think we need to break down some rubs, some sauce. Uh, you know, maybe talk about the importance of of, of the, the difference between rubs and seasonings and, and different uh, applications of, the, of those sort of things. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll just we'll start start out with that. Sounds good. Thanks again for listening to another edition of Barbecue Radio Nation. And be sure to like us on our Facebook page at BBQ Radio Nation. And hope to see you back on the radio next week as we give tips and techniques to make you a better griller and smoker and the envy of your neighborhood. For engineer Kyle, producer T-Bone, and barbecue expert Dan Hathaway, I'm Dave Caius and hope to see you next week on Barbecue Radio Nation. Happy barbecuing. If you need some sizzle in your life, turn us on, fire us up, and don't look back. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. 